you can now support me financially with a small monthly donation. If you do, I pledge to use your money to buy yarn and coffee. Follow the link in my Instagram bio or in this episode's description to learn more. Thank you and enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to Crocheting Through Medical History. I almost said the place that I work like I was answering the phone at work. Welcome to Crocheting Through Medical History. Today, I am not going to be talking about metachromatic leukodystrophy like I said I was going to um, because this week turned really busy and I did not have time to research it. So, we are doing another article read for which I have mixed feelings about. Um, before I get into that, though, I wasn't going to crochet um, because my hands have been hurting, but... I am going to crochet because my bucket hat that I've been making is almost done. I'm even going to get my compression gloves out to be responsible. So, um, hopefully I'll be able to finish this bucket hat tonight, but I have also been staying up way too late crocheting this week. So, maybe it's best if I don't, but it is so cute. Um, it's a little granny square bucket hat that is uh, green and gray and it has little white daisies and I'm giving it a little white rim. It's very cute and the best part about making my Owen hat is that I can make it big enough for my giant head because I have just such a large head. Um... So I need like extra large hats so I can make my own extra large hat and give it like a little bit of extra room. So very excited. I'm also drinking out of just an entire, excuse me, an entire carton of orange juice because we needed room in our fridge. So um, I'm drinking a lot of orange juice and it's kind of making me burp. So I'm sorry about that. But it is what it is. If you're listening, that you know that I'm burping a lot, and it's fine. Um, so this topic is <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> this topic today is spontaneous human combustion. Um, because my roommate, one of my roommates, when he moved in a few weeks ago or something. Um, I was like, hey, do you have any topic suggestions? Because all the rest of our roommates have given topic suggestions. So if you have any, let me know. And he was like, "Mm, not right now. And then like three days later, he was like, I got it. Spontaneous combustion. So, you know, I didn't know what to do with that. It's one, like it's not like a real thing. Like it's not it's not real is nothing that happens but there are instances where it seems people have spontaneously combusted so i found some articles and we're gonna read them um this first one is from history.com again like our last article reading episode um it was published in 2018 no 2013 it was published um, 
So let's let's get into it. For several centuries, people have debated whether human beings can spontaneously combust or burst into flames without being ignited by an external source. The first known accounts of spontaneous human combustion, or SHC, date all the way back to 1641. The phenomenon gained wider exposure in the 19th century after popular author Charles Dickens used it to kill off one of the characters in his novel, Bleak House. When critics accused Dickens of legitimizing something that didn't exist, he pointed to research showing 30 historical cases. More recently, cases of SHC have been suspected when police and fire department officials have found burned corpses with unscathed furniture around them. For instance, an Irish coroner ruled that spontaneous combustion caused the 2010 death of 76-year-old Michael Farty. That's kind of funny. Whose badly burned body was discovered near a fireplace in a room with virtually no fire damage. Because the human body is composed mostly of water and its only highly flammable properties are fat tissues and methane gas, the possibility of SHC being an actual phenomenon seems remote. Many scientists dismiss the theory, arguing that undetected flame source, that an undetected flame source, such as a match or a cigarette, is the real culprit in suspected cases. Typically, deceased victims are found close to a fire source, and evidence suggests that many of them accidentally set themselves on fire while smoking or trying to light a flame. On the other hand, believers point to the fact that the human body has to reach a temperature of roughly 3,000 degrees in order to be reduced to ashes. Unless SHC were a genuine factor, it seems impossible that furniture would not burn as well. Proposed causes of the supposed phenomenon include bacteria, static electricity, obesity, stress, and, more, most consistently, excessive consumption of alcohol. But none have been substantiated by science so far. One recent hypothesis comes from British biologist Brian J. Ford, who in August 2012 described his experiments with combustion in the magazine New Scientist. According to Ford, a buildup of acetone in the body, which can result from alcoholism, diabetes, or specific kind of diet, can lead to spontaneous combustion. Um... It says scroll to continue, and then I scroll, and it's not, it's not, there's not more. Hello? Okay, I'll, <laughs> I don't think that's the end of the article, but I cannot find the rest. So one moment, I'm gonna go search for it. <laughs> so, I don't really know what happened. I think that really is just the end of the article. So, I guess we're moving on. Um, this next article is from Britannica. Um, I think it's Encyclopedia Britannica, but this just says Britannica. And it was published 
in, I believe, 2017. So, like, four years after the last one. It's called, Is Spontaneous Human Combustion Real? Question mark. So, let's see if they think it's real. Late at night on Christmas Eve 1885, in the small farming town of Seneca, Illinois, a woman named Matilda Rooney burst into flames. She was alone in her kitchen when it happened. The fire quickly incinerated her entire body except for her feet. The incident also claimed the life of her husband, Patrick, who was found suffocated from the fumes in another room of the house. The tragedy left investigators baffled. There was no reason to suspect foul play. The Roonies had been relaxing and drinking whiskey that evening. A farmhand who had spent a few hours with them hadn't noticed anything out of the ordinary. Furthermore, no source of ignition could be found for the blaze. Although the flames had been intense enough to reduce Matilda Rooney to ashes and a few fragments of bone, they had not spread to the rest of the room. The fire seemed to have started in her body and stayed confined to her body. It appeared that the Roonies had fallen victim to the rare and enigmatic phenomenon of spontaneous human combustion. Spontaneous human combustion is a mystery with an impressive literary pedigree. Herman Melville and Nicolay Gagal used it to dispatch characters in their novels Redburn and Dead Souls, respectively. But the most notorious case in fiction is Bleak House by Charles Dickens, where a sleazy alcoholic junk merchant, Mr. Crook, ends up as a heap of ashes on the floor and a dark, greasy coating on the walls and ceiling. In the preface of the book edition of Bleak House, written after the novel had already been published in serial form, Dickens defended his use of spontaneous combustion against an ad-loaded and I lost my spot. Excuse me? Um... Dickens defended his use of spontaneous combustion against accusations of implausibility, citing several famous cases and the judgments of eminent medical doctors that such a thing was possible. I shall not abandon the facts, he concludes, with typical Dickensian panache, until there shall have been a considerable spontaneous combustion of the testimony on which human occurrences are usually received. Descriptions of spontaneous human combustion date back to the 17th century, with a large number of cases recorded in the 19th century and a handful in the 20th and 21st centuries. Although there are a few hundred recorded possible cases, although the scientific support... Wah. <laughs> Let me try that again. Altogether, there are a few hundred recorded possible cases. Although the scientific support for spontaneous human combustion was weaker than Dickens stated, it was a widely discussed phenomenon in this time. The, the public largely accepted it as a reality on moral grounds. The victims were often alcoholic and overweight, and more were female than male. 
So there was a general perception that it was kind of retribution for a debauched lifestyle. This idea was reinforced by lurid newspaper accounts of suspected cases. It made intuitive sense, after all, that a body saturated with a flammable substance, alcohol, would be flammable. Now, for the important question, is a spontaneous combustion real? Is the possibility of suddenly bursting into flames one more thing for us all to worry about? The answer is almost certainly no. None of the proposed scientific explanations for how a body would spontaneously burst into flames have been held up to scrutiny. Some of the early proposed mechanisms rely on outdated medical ideas, such as the notion that an ignition could be the result of an imbalance of the bodily humors. The Victorian explanation that alcohol rendered the body flammable doesn't work either, seeing that the concentrations of alcohol in even the most intoxicated people are much too low and that an external source of ignition would still be required. In the 20th century, forensic scientists noticed the wick effect in which clothing worn by a victim can soak up melted fat, acting like a wick of a candle and creating conditions for a body to smolder for an extended period of time. Experiments have shown that this effect can produce many of the unusual characteristics associated with spontaneous human combustion, such as the complete or nearly complete incineration of the body and the lack of fire damage to the victim's surroundings. The likely explanation for suspected cases of spontaneous human combustion, then, is that there is an external source of ignition, a match, a cigarette, an electrical spark, that sets off the wick effect, but the evidence of it is destroyed by the fire. Although alcohol doesn't make the body more flammable, severe inebriation or other forms of impairment may be a factor in some of these deaths, since the victim may be unable to react to a slowly developing fire. So, that was that was the second article. Um, fun stuff. I definitely still don't believe in spontaneous human combustion. I think... Those things that they mentioned make sense of the possible reasons. I just it just doesn't work. Why would a human just catch on fire? Like we have we have no ignition. So anyway, um yeah. Thank you, Nathan, for suggesting this topic. Has been fun. Um a nice a nice episode. When I don't have time to research. Fingers crossed, next week I will be back with um, metachromatic leukodystrophy. I hope. I've been helping a friend move this week, so I've been packing and cleaning, and that's why I hurt so much. Um, but it also just took up my free time, and I was happy to do it because I love them. But they will not be moving again next week, so I'm going to hope I have some time to chill and research next week. It'll be fun. Um, Let's see. I'm going to be honest. My crochet projects are just as boring as they were last week. I'm almost done with the Granny Square Daisy um, bucket hat. Very excited. 
uh, still getting my first mystery pattern tested. Uh, they are working hard over there on Rib at Ribbler, working on that. Very grateful for them. I don't think I've like made anything. Oh, I'm working on a testing pattern. Um, what is their Instagram handle? I believe it is. I'm going to look it up or I'm going to mess it up. Um, I'm testing a axolotl pattern for come on load faster for yorkshire knitter um that is their instagram handle if you want to go follow them they got some cool stuff and i will be posting my picture of my finished axolotl when it's done i'm making it pink and purple because those are my fun colors that i have and they go together i think so yeah hopefully i'll have a few things to post this week um hopefully i won't stay up till midnight crocheting tonight because <laughs> i need sleep and yeah that is all stay safe stay healthy and i will see you next week goodbye